0: This call is now being recorded. Welcome, everyone, to week six of the fantasy football season and week six of the podcast. I'm your host and commissioner, Dylan Barnhart, and I am joined by a special guest this week. Three times, three times, three times champ, Peter Barnhart. How are you doing? Three times? I'm good. Great to be here. Love coming in on the pod, shooting the shit. Um, Feel blessed to be here with you today. Real blessed. Happy to have you. And I think we'll just jump straight into the matchups of last week. And to start, terrible week for me. I sucked. One oh seven got Sam Tufire, Ryan Meyer, Mister. You know, I tried to hype him up last week, and I think I did a pretty good job. It was a bad, bad strategy on my part when he was playing me. But, uh, so this past weekend, he had said, Oh, just listen to the first part of your podcast and heard what you had it say. Suck a dick. And I'm like, Dude, I was trying <laughs> I was trying to hype you up. I wasn't like really talking shit to you, but whatever. I mean, I, I had nothing to say in response. When you beat me like that, I can't say really anything back, but yeah, he dominated me. I, I sunk it up. I'm, I'm 500 after five weeks. I'm a dead 500 with that tie. <laughs> so. Um, That's unique. That is a unique record to have through five weeks. Yeah, you don't see it too often, but I have it. Um, and yeah, Ryan was good. He, all his guys besides Higby, like his skills guys, all did super well, and none of my guys really performed too great. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, not too much you could do when you know Todd Gurley. It looked like he had a turn back the clock night and threw up a 28 bomb on you. And, you know, when Drew Brees is scoring in the upper 20s, they got down early in that game. So he was just, you know, chuck-chucking it the whole time. And oddly, Kamara didn't have one of those 40-point games and that type of uh, game flow that was going on. And it just looks like the rest of his guys just, I mean, put on, other than Higby, like you said everyone else in the 20s you had one guy in the 20, and it was Big Ben and he had 21 uh, i mean you're not he's just not going to be doing too much Dacher, it's hurts huge disappointment i know it i played him in dfs and he killed my lineups so yeah he he's been disappointing and i had him last year and he kind of was like this last year too but i feel like he was he was better to start even then, and it wasn't even that great. But he sometimes dials it up, like, down the stretch of the year. So we'll see with them. Yeah, the, the the target share in Philadelphia is always kind of all over the map. It's really tough to predict who uh, who's going to have a good game for them on a week-to-week basis. You would think with all the injuries that they have at the receiving corps, that, you know, Zerk, Zerk, Emperor Zerk. that back uh, that Ertz would, you know, be the constant in that offense and, you know, receive his fair share of touches always. But, you know, that, that, that Ringer, that Fulgorm or whatever the hell his name is, that guy came out of the, the woodworks and, you know, he's, I think he had like 15 targets or something like that. But... Yeah, no, Zachert stalked for you, and uh, Lockett, you know, really didn't do anything. He didn't have one of those big games at all. Same with Tyler Boyd, you know. And Ryan Meyer, he just put on. He was due. He was. You, you said you called him out. He responded, and he said, Bill, how does my dick taste? Uh, kosher. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, he killed you. I mean, there's nothing else to it, I mean take you loss and move on yeah and moving on to the next matchup another just underwhelming by both sides uh jerky got the win with a whole hum 126 nothing impressive alec moving down to one and four 99 points so hell even worse than me last week um Didn't have a single guy in the 20s, and Jurgy, he didn't do anything overly impressive, but he got a 29 out of Mike Davis, 29 out of Janu Smith, got a bad beat with Dak getting hurt in that game, and going forward, too, but he did enough because Alec just didn't do much of anything, so... Yeah, Derg's had a he's had a very odd start to the year. I mean, he's five and oh, he's undefeated, you know, tied for the highest record in the league. But I don't know if he's thrown out like the same lineup every week. Like you just look at his bench and he has Julio, Michael Thomas, and Chris Godwin. Week one may have been the only week where he was able to play all three of those receivers. And he still is able to win. He keeps winning. Yeah. He had some he had some like kind of pickup of the year type type moves and Mike Davis and John U. Smith has just been killing it with the Titans. I think someone had cut him earlier in the season, I believe. Someone had drafted him and they cut him, I'm not sure who. But um yeah, I mean Jerry scooped him up and Mike Davis has been doing in perfectly uh, for Christian McCaffrey, and I mean, he's rolling. He's he's getting the job done. He's he's being creative with uh, all the different injuries and stuff he's had, and he's uh, he's really just rolling. Yeah, and then he got then he got Al. Oh, sorry, you can add something on that. Uh, I was just gonna say, but one thing in Jurgi's favor has been the uh, points against he's faced pretty pretty true. Yeah, that is one thing. He hasn't faced consistent top just scoring or good scoring. Yeah, I mean the the five games he's given up, or gone against 590 points, only 118 average per game. I I mean, that's a a standard amount I feel like that's you know, about 120, but it's, you know, the lowest in the whole league. The next lowest is uh, Vinny at 601. So, I mean, that definitely plays in your favor, but he is the second highest scoring guy, too. He's, he's just getting it done. He's, he's got good players. He's got a lot of good players. Yes, but please continue on, Alex Fisher. Sorry to have cut you off. No, no. Uh, I mean, Alex just kind of struggling right now. He's he's a little lost. So I had to fill in this week. We, we don't know where he is. He's well, I did. He's... I did hear the news that he is negative for COVID. So that's, wow. that's very good to hear. That is good. And I, and I know he's in better spirits because of that. So I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, I, I'm kind of experiencing a computer freeze right now, so I can't see what I was just about to see. But yeah, he, I mean, he failed to put up 100. Lamar has not been the Lamar as anticipated this season so far. Um, who else did he add? Clyde Edwards. You know, I was really, uh, kind of anti-Clyde Edwards player this year, especially being picked in that first round. And so far, it, you know, it seemed like I was kind of dead wrong on him because that guy had a lot of skills. But then the news today, that Le'Veon Bell signing with the Chiefs. The rich get richer. How I mean, how is that going to play? That's really interesting. Yeah. That just does that kill Clyde's, you know, just his his value on the season, or is Le'Veon Bell still just kind of like semi washed up, and he's just gonna come in here and play on some third downs and stuff like that? And, you know, that's very interesting to see how they're gonna work uh with Le'Veon. Isn't that kind of how it was with Shady last year? Yeah. I mean, Shady was non-existent with the Chiefs. Like, he wouldn't even suit up some weeks. Like, Andy Reid, it just was not – he's just not very good anymore. But I think – don't quote me, but I want to say that LaShawn McCoy is a few years older than Bell. A little bit more mileage. So, I don't even think Le'Veon Bell is 30 years old yet. That's a hell of a weapon. But yeah, but yeah, Alex I mean, he's struggling. He's one and four now. I don't know. He's he's got to find a way, basically. Yeah, it's. I mean, he does have a guy like Devontae Adams waiting in the wings, and that's uh, true. I I got my computer back running now, so I mean, I can take a look here. Yeah, so he'll – it can still come together for Alec, but definitely in a tough spot at one and four right now. Yeah. Yeah, real tough. Yeah, uh, that's probably all there is to say about that one. Yeah. and a guy who's in not as rough of a spot – Nick Paul, one of three teams above 500 right now. 3-1 one and 1. Defeats Kevin Clark Dancing Queen last week. Uh, Nick Paul got he has a great combo of I just like the QB of Russell Wilson and just having a guy like Hopkins as just like elite quarterback, elite receiver. Um, yeah. and Ruggs really performed only two catches, but did a lot of damage with those two catches. Yeah, good, um, good spot start there. I mean, it doesn't look like he had anyone else. Galladay was on by, and uh, Marvin Jones, obviously, Lazard is, uh, not a, he's out for a while. Uh, interesting enough, then, I see Nick Paul has Le'Veon on Bell on his team. So, uh, He's, he's definitely gonna be keeping an eye on him. See how he fits in with the Chiefs. But yeah, Nick Paul, yeah. good, good win. Um, he's, you know, 3-1-1 one one on the year. It's a good start. It's exactly where, uh, you, you wanna be at this point. And, uh, and then Kevin Clark, his team's not terrible. It's, he didn't have the, you know, a horrendous week. He had some good performances, but, you know, I see at least three, you know, key offensive players in single digits and Singletary, Juju, Juju. There's another guy in DFS that killed me. And uh, Greg Olson, but he did have Aaron Jones on by. Melvin Gordon, he's been sipping, sipping a little too much and driving, yeah, enjoying the bye week a little too much. Yeah, really. Yeah, so uh, good win for Nick Paul, you know, Kevin Clark. So just want to forget about this one and try to move on. Yeah, both have decent outlooks going forward. And uh, we will keep going forward. We will uh, touch on you, no suffering boy. a suffering a defeat at the hands no of boy. Matt Kruger, five and zero racking machine. This guy, you put up one sixty three this season. <laughs> you have put up one hundred sixty three points both times, or twice you've done that, and both times you have lost. How about that? <laughs> I mean, what does a, what does a man have to do? I, I mean, it's just really unfortunate running up against this, some of these juggernauts, just having massive weeks. But I mean, I look at my team and I, I, I like my team. I feel like I have a lot of good players and I'm sitting here at one and four now. And, um, I'm just like scratching my head. Like I don't really know what else to do. Like, Kind of, it's kind of jacked up, but that's the you know the fantasy game. I'm just I keep running up against guys who, you know, they're just outscoring me. They're having the game of game of the years against me, but I you know. Matt Kruger is last year, late in that year when when I was on the pod and uh, we were talking, and we were talking about Ryan Meyer's team, and I said Ryan Meyer's team was a nightmare, and sure enough, he went on to win it. Now this year, Matt Kruger's team is the new nightmare because his team is stacked. It is loaded. Yeah, he he is really freaking loaded. He's feathered and lethal, and he gets very lethal. He gets top. I mean, when you're getting twenty-three from your defense and fifteen from your kicker in the same week. I mean that's oh, yeah. pretty damn. That's pretty damn good. Um, the and lead, then the lead specialist. And then those those yeah yeah he he's really invested a lot in the special teams. Um, the Vikings, which hate those guys, but they've been effective lately, and Deshaun Watson Ridley. Yeah, like you said, he's he's loaded. Yeah, I I mentioned I don't know if that was last week or something. I was curious if uh, Kruger had actually drafted James Robinson um, originally, or if he had you know just signed him maybe in the first week or something like that. But I, that was a he you know, only had nine points this week, but that guy looked really good running the ball, and uh, I really feel like he's a nice underrated player. And again one of those uh just could be the type of guy that, you know, wins you a league or something like that. If he keeps it keeps it up and keeps it going, steady uh steady showings. But yeah, I mean, the rest of those guys, they just they killed me and you know, what can you do? It's tough. Yeah, Kruger is very deserving of the 5 and 0. I'd say you're not very deserving of the one and four, averaging 145 points scored, but 164 against. That's just how do you how do you average 164 points a game against for five yeah. weeks? It's not just two weeks. This is five weeks now. <laughs> yeah, <That's, laughs>
1: like...
0: you, you got to fortify that defense, Pete. Yeah, I, I mean, I really haven't had a good defense all season on my roster. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the missing link. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, of- it's tough. Huh? I was just gonna say, all you can, all you can do is just keep trying to plug in the best lineups you can, and you know. I would think some regression would should be coming my way and I can start playing some of these scrubs or only putting up ninety nine. Yeah, that's possible. And speaking of some scrubs, we have we have some guys who have had tough run in the league thus far. Vinny and Joel. Joel winning for the first time this year. Very happy about that. Pretty sure I picked it last week. So he made me proud. Vinny did not make me proud with some head coaching decisions, uh, in this matchup. Uh, Yeah, explain that. uh, Explain that to the people. Let's hear this one. Yeah, that. So he went into the week with no head coach, and then it played out after Monday that he was down two, or it was actually during the course of that game. Uh, late after Herbert was like done on Monday that um, or nearing being done that Vinny was like, okay, my chance is getting the Titans head coach. And so he makes a move, but instead of getting the Titans head coach, he picks up the Titans defense and he realized it because he mentioned it in the chat, like an hour and a half later. But instead of then cutting the defense to get the head coach, he just decided to give up and didn't do it. And then the Titans won on Tuesday, and he basically gave up, and he could have won. And oh, that's a huge. Not- I do see that the Titans head coach is on Joel's bench. Did he then pick him up to like yeah. blockade that? Is that what happened? Yeah, actually, Joel Joel did pick it up afterwards, which is time. a I mean it, that's a smart move. It's, that was good defense. It, it, big time error by Vinny. You know, I, I I've been a proponent of if there's a position, the head coach. We you know we've debated about this a lot now, but if there's a position of head coach, you fill the position. And now I get it. Oh, you want the upside guy on your bench that you can just pick up any, uh, any week anyways. But now you didn't start a head coach. You lost by two. You could have picked up the head coach. And if you would have made the right move and started it, you would have won the matchup. I mean, that's, a that's kind of a big deal there. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole game. I mean, Winning or losing one game during the season I think makes it worth having the head coach. Like just playing the head coach each week. It's yeah. gonna cost you if if you said at the start of the year you can't start a head coach, but it's gonna cost you one one loss this season. Uh you'd play the head coach, wouldn't you? I <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. Just poor uh poor management there. And yeah, you know, man. Joel didn't do anything sexy with 108, but it it was enough. Herbert yeah, it, basically it got done for him. Yeah, Herbert. Um, wasn't wasn't Joel the one who was starting uh, Tyrod Taylor in Week One? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he now he's got the right guy in there at, at QB <laughs> because uh, Herbert looked real good, actually. And, you know, I've kind of compared him to, like, you know, the Met, the next Matt Stafford. I think uh he's solid, and I think he's going to rack up uh, just a lot of yards, and he's got some good receivers there to be throwing touchdowns. I mean, he had that huge Monday nights against the Saints there. Yeah, interesting, Joel played both of the Cardinals' running backs, <laughs> Drake and Edmonds. And they both yeah. scored in double figures for him. Uh, very interesting strategy. Very bold, but I guess it worked out. It did, I mean, it did work out. I see he didn't play EJ Brown. He's kind of probably a little, uh, skeptical of that COVID game, which, you know, I kind of was too. That's why I didn't play big this week, but yeah, I mean, he got the win and, uh, Vinny cost himself a win with that snafu. And, uh, I mean, some, some poor performances out of Hayden Hurst and Double J Jefferson. Just didn't get it done despite a, a, a very quality game at Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, that Panthers team three and two. Yeah, uh, they're playing with, uh, a lot of savvy exceeding expectations right now yeah i don't I don't think really anyone had much of uh high hopes for them coming into this year and you know they're they're looking strong with uh i don't I, I wouldn't say necessarily strong, but they're you know they're playing hard, they're playing tough with that new coach that Baylor guy and got them uh doing well, so yeah okay. right. That, does that wrap up week five? That wraps up week five. And we're headed to week six. Dun, dun, and we, dun. And we start with the stanker of the week. Vinny, who we just spoke about, and Alex Fisher. Wow. Who, Stinks yeah. city. <laughs> so, obviously, this week's going to be tough. Just I mean with the late waivers uh there's a lot of like tough buy buy situations this week with the seahawks and the and the saints and some chargers and it's a lot of a lot of guys, so like the waivers is gonna be important I know for like my matchup. Uh, Yeah, I I think there's a a lot of good players that are sitting out there in the waiver wire that, um, I mean, let's not speculate and give some people ideas of who to go after. But there's some good guys out there, and I think a lot of people should be, if you're struggling, you know, to to find a good lineup, you should be, you know, dabbling in some of those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be speaking about, like, any guys on the market just saying – just was leading into that. It's going to be tough to preview a little bit because there's going to be a lot of moving parts. Yet, true. You know, you yeah, you it? don't. You don't really know who you know. Everyone's going to be playing. Like Alec, right now has Devonte on his bench. Devonte, I believe, has been practicing in full so far this week and looks like to be a go. I mean, you know, he's going to be playing him. Whereas I think DJ Chark is actually, last I heard, he he was dinged up. And it didn't sound 100% likely like he would be playing. So that's an easy just kind of switcheroo for him. Um, I mean, other than that, looking at looking at the teams, though, I mean, you put Devontae in there. I would give the edge to Alex Fisher here. I feel like his team, it looks like, matches up uh, a little better than Vinny's. Vinny does get uh Killer Cam back in there, but he's coming off COVID. Maybe he's a little weakened. His body mm-hmm. is a little drained. Yeah. Or maybe he'll feel rejuvenated. After a little rest. Yeah. A little you know, recovery. Pumping IVs in him for a couple weeks. Joe Mixon gets a tough matchup against the Colts. Joe has been, yeah. uh, he's been, he's been rather just kind of mashed this week. He just, he had that one big blowout, but I mean, he's a quality, he's the type of guy any, any given week and any kind of given matchup, he can just go off and put up a big number. I, but, uh, I, I'm with you on Alex Fisher. Uh, one thing that will be, have to be monitored is, Jefferson and Hearst with the Falcon shutting down the facility today. True. Didn't I, that happen with the COVID yeah, test? Yeah, I think there was a little, uh, a little fake news reporting by, uh, Adam Schechter. I think he had originally said that like four different guys from the organization tested positive when in reality there was only one and it was like, just kind of like it wasn't even a player; it was just a member of the staff or something like that. It sounded like the water boy, like oh, some bullshit. Okay. So, so not as big of a deal. I, I mean, in terms of like their actual team, it didn't sound like any players you know would be affected by that. But it's tough to tell the effect of you know the facilities being shut down. How are teams able to, you know, be prepared and stuff to play? You saw the Patriots the other week. They looked abysmal. Granted, they were without Cam, but uh, they played hard in that Chiefs game, actually, but they just didn't look – it was just an ugly game. And then then you get the Titans, who have been off for, you know, the whole season basically now, and – They come, they come back and, you know, they look dominant against the Bills. Like the Bills look like they are the team dealing with COVID. So. Yeah, it's, it's tough to really know how that affects the team and their preparation and everything. And like you said, you get both sides of it that we've seen already. So. Yeah, I. I've got Alec. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be a super high scoring matchup, but no, I think he does no. enough to edge it over Vinny in this one. And to get the yes. two and four which he desperately needs. Yeah, I I agree with that and you know, Vinny could be looking at two and four himself when you know, that head coaching decision could've been three and three if he even if he were to lose this matchup. Yeah. But See how it goes, but yeah, I I agree. I got it, Alec. I think he's got the better big playmakers, and he needs yeah. it. He needs it. He needs a win for pride. Yeah, he does. This will this will be one. He won't. Be, he will not be happy if he's one in five. That'll hurt him, and it should. And yeah, he'll be looking to avoid that for sure. Um. Speaking of just some crummy record, 1-4 Joel, but he has a win. It's great. It's great for him. I called it. Now I get to play him. I have just a treacherous bye week situation with Kamara, Jackson, Eesh. and Lockett. But mostly the fact that both of the running backs that I could play on my team have buys. So I've, I don't even know as of now who will be starting in my running back slots this week. We'll find out through waivers and everything. Yeah, do you tomorrow. do you even have – I don't even know if you have two viable options right now. I mean, you're the – as roster currently is, you're sitting there with Chris Thompson and Deion Lewis. I'm not playing either of those guys. So. Was, yeah, I wouldn't think so. That, that's stinky city right there. You're gonna have to you have to get on those waiver wires. You know, Dill's yeah. getting some RBs. <laughs> yeah, the, those those men will both be dropped uh, for other players this week. Um, so. I mean, even without going too deep into this matchup, based on that, how can I pick myself in this with just the running back position totally up in the air? And it's not like the options at that position are that great. Uh, So... uh, No, it's... For the second week in a row, going with Joel. Going with Joel. (laughs) That's... (sighs) Could be on a two-game winning streak. Would be huge for him. Could have some playoff and, momentum. That, you know, that really would be huge for him. He's really, uh, I don't know. I mean, I really don't love his team at all. He, at least he's got a healthy George Kittle these days. That's big. AJ I Brown he coming back is... An, yeah it's madison what's the what's the deal with delvin is he is that a serious thing uh I just know he had gotten banged up in the the last game i'm I'm not yeah. sure on on the full status of that yeah but it, well if if delvin is out for any you know period of time even if it's a week or something like that. Madison gets to go against those Falcons who are just Civ City. So he should have a big game. I was gonna say AJ Brown coming back is big for his team. He had a he had a huge game on Tuesday in his return. But a healthy Kittle scary Terry McLaren, who's throwing him the ball these days? Is it Alex Smith? I thought they were gonna start Alex Smith. This coming, I've heard a, there's some buzz that it's already a lock for Alex Smith comeback Player of the Year. No matter what, no matter. Yeah, what no does. matter what, just the fact that he came back and he's going to be well if he's starting a game. Yeah, that's unique. Uh, I mean, him for the comeback. Yeah, uh, that injury was gruesome, brutal. He almost died. <laughs> because yeah, of that. The complications. Yeah. I'm a lady. Fucked up. Yeah. I mean, good for him. Good. Good. He's a good, uh, I don't know, a good guy. <laughs> he's a nice guy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Alex <my quarterback>. Smith. <laughs> Yeah, that's my quarterback.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know so, that
0: you felt so passionately about Alex yeah. Smith. No yeah I mean i don't <laughs> i just don't have I don't have anything else to say about him, you know he's old it he probably barely has a working leg uh i I don't really know what the the Washington football team what they're trying to do uh, i mean if they if they were looking to develop haskins, I would have thought they would have just kept playing him but if you feel like Haskins isn't the answer, which he probably isn't. I mean, I'm not a fan of him. I don't think. I anyone, think they. I I've I never met anyone who was on. a fan of him. Yeah. So that's interesting. A little side tangent on Alex Smith, but yeah. in terms yeah. of the matchup, I mean, it's tough. I, I don't know how you're going to fill your running back position. It's pretty ugly there. Yeah, Mike Evans can... is Mike Evans is quality though. He should have a, a a good game against the Packers. Every good receiver typically does. Yeah, I do like that you picked up Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah, he's he's been good. He is very good. He is entrenched inside of my coveted top fifteen goggles. He's he's been pretty good, I believe. Yeah. So I'll I I don't love it, but I guess I'll I'll pick Joel, just because of the uncertainty of you and you're probably gonna be throwing some stinker RBs in there. He at My least is gonna be able to. He's at least gonna be able to put out a full team. He'll have to decide of which of those, uh, Cardiner card, the Cardinal running backs, he'll want to start. But eh, Minshew Mania getting a start this week at home against Detroit at the Juicy. Yeah. So I'll go with Joel, too. I'll I'll follow you into the dark. And speaking of following someone into the dark, I would follow – General Jurgensen into the dark any day of the week. I'd follow I, him into a group, into a marching band of Confederates, and I would... I'm fully behind General Jurgensen. 5-0 and and facing the Dancing Queen, Kevin Clark. Uh, what do you have going on in this one? Um... Really tough to tell. With jergey has got a lot of he's got a lot of holes right now, and he probably doesn't know himself who he's going to be starting. The Dak injury really kind of puts a dagger into his team. He, I know he was very gung ho on Dak Prescott before the season and picked him up in a bunch of leagues, and he was he was dead on with him. The guy was like the number two quarterback and is probably the number two overall fantasy player. Even it was, you know, a a perfect storm until the storm hits. And then Dak is dead. And that, that leaves leaves a hole at his, uh, his QB position. I don't, he doesn't have anyone on his roster. So he'll definitely be digging into the waivers for a new leader. But, uh, I mean, Michael Thomas is on by, as it is. Julio, don't really know what's going on with his hammy. Chris Godwin has been in – he's been concussed all year. <laughs> I think he's been That's, practicing. Has he been practicing? Well, maybe he'll finally come back this week. they will have to consider uh playing him for sure against the Packers. That should be a, a good up-and-down game. But Chris Carson on by two is a hit. You know, it's tough to say. Tough to say with Jerry's team who he's going to be able to throw out there. But uh, Kevin Clark, I look at Kevin Clark's team. You know, looks like pretty good lineup right now. He's got to figure out that uh, tight end position with uh, Old Man Greg Olson on by. He doesn't have any other tight end on his team. That's rough. Kevin Clark, you need a tight end. I got Big Bob if you want him. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> he does <laughs> like Packers. Yeah, I. But I mean, Mahomes and Tyreek against uh, the Bills on that that wonky you know Monday night doubleheader coming up. That that should be a high scoring affair. Aaron Jones is money in the bank. Nick Paul's guy. He's He's elite. He's turned into an elite option. And Jonathan Taylor gets a cake matchup against the Bengals. He should um, have a good one. Brandy Cooks. It looks like he may have remerged out of the depths last week. Uh, it's tough, Kevin. The the way it is on paper, I I would give the edge to Kevin Clark this week. You gotta feel like Jurgis maybe due to lose one and with a week of kind of uncertainty with some of his lineups guys again. I mean, can he just keep winning? Can he do it? He did it last year at the end of the year. He's got a knack for this. Yeah, I, I said before I'd follow him anywhere, but I am picking Kevin in this one just because of the uncertainty with Jergy's team. Just a lot of moving parts and a lot of Positions he needs to fill, and I think it's he's going to have a missing link somewhere, and he's he's not going to have enough to beat Kevin in this one. I, yeah. like you said, I I think his winning ways end here for at least yeah week. yeah just for I mean just just the week uh, his his team is obviously loaded with talent. It's just a matter of getting all these guys healthy and and you know getting them on the field. Yeah, I mean on any in, on no any buys. any given week, week, like I said earlier, if you can be starting Michael Thomas, Julio, and Chris Godwin, and he's got Devontae Parker, that's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. So yeah, I'll go, I will also go with Kevin Clark here, but um, should be a good one. That should be a good matchup. I think I think it'll be close. It'll be a close one. Yeah, and moving on to two teams who are below 500, but were in the championship game last year. Which I don't know. Do you remember that now? Do you, I do. Rem- I do remember brain? it now. I do okay. remember it now. It might have been that that's that sour diesel I was hitting earlier got my mind fresh yeah. and clear. I see and it. I remember it now. <laughs> yeah. So. Sting we <laughs> the nostrils. Do we we have the rematch? We've we have you desperately needing a win, and <laughs> your record not indicative of the talent that you have. Very talented. Like you've talked about before with me, your running backs. they they've gone through their buys, so you've got them the rest of the year now, and Derrick Henry beast. And, yeah, you just have – I mean, Kelsey, Diggs, and Beckham, Fuller, I don't a worry, bad, great quarterback, and you got him against the Cowboys this week? Oh, baby. Yeah, that should be a a, a big feast game for, for Kyler. I did hear – I think Odell was sent home from practice with an illness today and he was downgraded to questionable and probably will be fine to play on Sunday. They said it's, he does not have COVID, but you know, if he's not able to play, I might have to roll Christian Kirk out there. Christian Kirk's been coming around a little bit now. Connect him up with Kyler on Monday night. That might be an option. I'll have to uh, consider. Hey, against the Cowboys. Very tempting. Hey. Yeah, and, I mean, to kind of counter uh, Ryan Myers' Zeke Elliott uh, start on Monday night, now with Dak gone, you got to figure Zeke is – they should be feeding him as much as they can. He's going to get a lot of touches. Yeah, have a big about, game. How about Josh Allen in uh, Monday afternoon action? Yeah, uh, again that that weird double header because of the schedule change, the, all the COVID. Josh Allen is uh, fantasy money in the bank this season. You know, you know, I I am a big Josh Allen fan, at least from a a fantasy perspective. He just he does it all. Someone else in the chat's been always raving about it too. I think it was Vinny. Yeah, Vinny knows what he's talking about. Yeah, Josh Allen should, he should have a big game against the Chiefs. He should have a big game. Todd Gurley, what does he do again? Is, is he the Todd Gurley of old where he's scoring these touchdowns? Cause if he is, then, you know, this is going to be a tough, tough task this week. He does have Robert Woods and Tyler Higby both in there right now against at the 49ers. And I think, I think the Rams are favored in that game, but. Um, over the last couple of seasons, they have not fared too well, from what I recall, against the 49ers. The D usually kind of shuts them down. But he's got some guys on his bench he can pivot to. He probably will, now that I gave him that edge. <laughs> but, um <laughs> yeah, he's got some good guys on his bench, too. And Brown you would think that, this that the Niners would need to be a, into a get right spot after being embarrassed by the Dolphins last week. Oh, are they are they rolling out uh the most overrated player in the league, Jimmy Jim Garoppolo? Is he playing <laughs> this week? Yeah. <laughs> they might be better off with Mullins. Uh, well somehow Mullins got demoted to third string behind really? that CJ Bathard. Oh. I, I I think the the Niners are struggling to find themselves right now. I I've, I've been able to profit a couple of times this year on some big money do, money line dogs against them. But I don't know who's the QB. Yeah. It's, in this matchup, I I do like Ryan Meyer's team. He, he obliterated me last week. So of course I have to respect him. And it, he's got good players. Zeke Elliott, Josh Allen, I think, will will get right and have a good amount of points against the Chiefs. Um, but overall, I think you just have a little too much firepower. I uh, think it's going to be another shootout for you um, as yeah, a customary in your matchups this year. But uh, I've got you to eke it out, but who knows? With Yearlock, what will happen?
1: Yeah, really. I see. it.
0: I'm seeing this now too. I have Kelsey and Diggs already as well on Monday, so th- this matchup will be decided um, based off of those two Monday night doubleheader games. There'll be a lot of guys going uh, in this matchup, at least on my side. I might have fucking five guys from from that day. We'll see. I will definitely will not be keeping the Cowboys coach. But, hey! Yeah, first place in the NFC East. Mike McCarthy. Yeah, <laughs> good, this is good. They've looked really good this year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> weird, weird. It's so weird that the the way that they start. I mean, their defense is just god awful. They give up so many points, and they're always playing from behind. But for how good the offense is, not only on paper to start the year. They've actually shown it during the season. Like, we were talking, raving about Dak, just the incredible year he was having. C.D. Lamb has just been – that was a perfect draft pick for them to compliment um, Cooper. And uh, I'm really not a big Michael Gallup fan, but, you know, he's a guy – he's just a guy on the outside. They say run straight, and he does. So – Hey, Andy Dalton might work. He might work if he could. He's not terrible. At least yeah. He's a guy coming in who's a veteran. He's played many years in the league. He's played you know, he gets a bad rap because he's been always been awful in the playoffs. But let's put a lot of that on Marvin Lewis. <laughs> let's not forget Marvin Lewis, that guy. Yeah, I think he's more capable than a Philip Rivers. So, um, and he's definitely younger. So it's not like he's a, a shot guy. He's still yeah, that's a, I, that was an interesting think, comp there. That's a debate to to be had. Andy Dalton versus Phillip Rivers. Who would you I rather think, have right now? I, I don't think, think many take, of people would say Dalton. <laughs> I'd take Dalton. I'd take Dalton. I'd, I gotta see it. I I gotta see it. I gotta see how he's gonna play. You know, I'll give him, I'll give him some respect. Philip Rivers' arm is like it's obviously dead. Him and Drew Brees. Let's see who can throw farther. I unintentionally threw out a somewhat hot take there. Um, Yeah, you did. That (laughs) the eyes are gonna be, you know, glued in on how uh, Andy Dalton performs this week. (laughs) Yeah, geez. He's going to go out and throw for 350 and three touchdowns against the well, Cardinals' then, defense. Then I can gloat about it. So yeah. go for it. Interesting. Uh, moving on to the game of the week with two of the three teams that are above 500 the Cheese Wheels and Nick Paul. Cheese! Playing feathered and <laughs> Matt Kruger, assassin this year. Five and oh. God can, can we can we pub race? up his team? Can we pub up his team even more? I I mean he's just loaded. He's just loaded. I uh, he'll love to hear it, so please do. Uh, he's good. He's 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 got a very quality team. I mean, even as it is, he's got uh you know, Dalvin Cook dinged up, but like I was saying, uh he's got James Robinson in there no matter what. He does have to start. He's looking like he's going to be playing Mark Ingram, which that's, he's been kind of – he's been very nasty this year. But you never know. He can – if he finds the end zone, um you know, he can be quality-ish. Nick Chubb, that, that was a tough loss for him, but that's where, you know, having the Robinson really helps. Cook being out, like I said, that's tough. Then he's got, he is dealing with the buys with Keenan and Matt Cass, but then he can just, boom, you know, pop in Robbie Anderson. And, uh, I don't even know if he, he didn't even play Keenan Allen last week against me. He didn't even need to. Pretty, pretty good. He, I mean, he's pretty, just shall I go on? I mean, Can I suck his dick anymore here? (laughs) No, he yeah, his team's really freaking good, and he is dealing with some tough-by situation and injury situation, and obviously starting Ingram isn't the sexiest, but,
1: uh,
0: I mean, the fact that he's got Ridley and Thielen in that game that should have a good amount of points in offense, so that's good. Um, yeah, absolutely I'd say Anderson is a good matchup and either Deshaun Watson or if he even wanted to go with Aaron Rodgers that'd be good too he's obviously he's got to do some things with the kicker and the tight end but uh, Nick Paul has to switch up the quarterback got to go shopping a little bit with no Russell Wilson see like overall on a lot of these matchups, we've touched on buys. Like, the buys are really yeah. tough this week. Yeah, it does look like that. I I didn't notice that at first with Hunter Henry being on buy for Kruger, too. So he does have to – he doesn't have a tight end on his team. Wasn't that the case with uh, Kevin Clark, too. So, hey, you know, Big Bob, he's out there, fellas. Anyone wants him. <laughs> yeah. And like we mentioned before, Guys playing against the Cowboys. Nick Paul's got Hopkins, who should have a good day. Galladay against the Jags should be nice. Yeah. the, The running backs are a little bit more iffy, although Gaskin, good matchup against the Jets. Jets suck. Um,. Oh, and he's got Marvin Jones, too. So he's got a couple yeah, of line receivers. That's, yeah, that's definitely interesting. Um, I mean Although I it could be a good week for that. It could be. I mean, it could be. It's a good matchup. Is, um, with Russell Wilson on bye, who is he going to have to start at QB? He doesn't have a QB. He's going to have to pick someone up. Is Matthew Stafford out there? He could – he could. that's a hell of a stack he could throw out there for one week yeah. against and the And they're Jags. coming off a of bye, right, the Lions? Uh, yes, they are. They are coming off a of bye. Yeah. So rested to throw the Lions, yeah. Lions stack out there. Right. I mean, I usually, you know, you don't really love the Lions if they're playing outdoors. But Maybe if you're yeah. going to play outdoors, you know, down in Jacksonville – that's playing that defense. That defense was not very good. Or I mean, they had a lot of key guys that were out against the Texans last week. You got to think they should just be in tank mode. There, no one really knows the direction of that franchise. But yeah, yeah, interesting game. Uh I do. You know, you got to like a couple of those receiver matchups for Kevin Clark. Not Kevin Clark, Nick Paul. Um, I think Matt Kruger's team is just uh, I just think it's a little it's too steady it's too steady Eddie out there yeah there's some things that are qu- like a little questionable there for his team just because of buys and stuff but I think overall his team is Better than Nick Pauls, and Nick Paul has to deal with some situations as well. So, I'm gonna go with Kruger. Just, just better freight train of a team right now. Yeah, he's he's really moving it well. And and I would, would. probably. I don't. I don't. No, wait. Just wait. I don't right. want to pick him. To win. <laughs> I don't I don't want us to be on the same side for every single matchup. Have we then? I think we have then. I don't oh, think we man. really disagreed very much in week six here. So, upon further review. <laughs> okay. Uh, never mind. I'm still going to pick Matt Kruger. His team is better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, that, no matter how you spin it, I just think he's a little better. It, he is going to have to fill up that tight end spot. But Mark Ingram in a fill-in spot is, um, you know, not a terrible guy to have to throw in there for that spot. So, yeah, right. give me Krug. Krug City. I guess, uh, I guess we were we were a little lame going same-sided on everything, but oh well. Uh, I mean, what can you do when you when you got four eyes looking at the same thing, seeing the same thing. Yeah. So with that, that, you, that, that made no sense. <laughs> yeah, not really. Uh, <laughs> moving on, we've we've previewed all the matchups for week six. Do you have any closing thoughts? Um, you know, not really. It's, you know, it's tough. My team has just been struggling to get going, even though it's like it's playing so well, but it's not getting the results. So, you know, it it makes it tough to, you know, get, keep getting amped up when you just keep getting let down. But, you know, I won't give up. I'm a, I'm a survivor. You're a warrior, a champion. You'll keep at it. Yeah, I, I I think there was a year where I sneaked in as the sixth seed, and I think I won the title. That might have been year two or something like that. So I'm definitely not going to quit. I'll keep fighting. It's been uh, it's been a good season so far, though. You know, it's, it's nice not having any beats in the league. You know, we we touched on that before, but just like dumb drama and stuff. I mean, we get some good football talk. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it's overall just a good, a better group discussion in that chat. It's just about football and stuff. So it's been, it has yeah. been a fun season. Very yeah. good. Yeah, that's that's kind of all I got for this week, Alec. I want to see you back here, and I want to see you do better. Alex does great work for us. Uh, No, Alex does do great work. I'm just giving him a little shit, and I know that he, you know, he, he likes his podcast game. I'm just trying to give him some better tips. You want me as a listener, you know, listen to what I have to say. I'm trying to help you. Well, Alec will be back next week. I will most likely not be on the pod, but I'm sure Alec will get someone who will do a great job, and I will be eager to listen next week. But uh, I think we're all done with this week, and with that, we can sign off. Uh, I just want to wish everyone a, a healthy week. Good luck to everyone in fantasy football, gambling, all other endeavors in life that you may... Happen upon during this next couple of weeks, and yeah. See any what, last thoughts? What is this Christmas time? Good tidings <laughs> we bring, <I> or no. that <laughs> <I, I, laughs> to you and yours. <laughs> <laughs> a very, yeah. a very happy Thanksgiving to you this week. <laughs> <laughs> My Christmas card outro. My yeah, outro yeah still the middle of october here it's getting (laughs) cold (laughs) yeah no it was it was it it was it was fun it's uh it's always nice to just shoot the shit like i always say and just chat it up i love it i'll do it anytime yeah Good to have you, and everyone, we'll see you again next week on the podcast. See ya!